Welcome to Little Detours with Regina Breton, where we help you create a life you love out of the life you have. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. Today, we're doing a little pocket podcast, and we're going to talk about intuition and creativity. And one of the most creative people I know is Vicki Prusak. I've known Vicki. She's a dear friend. I've known her, geez, 39 years and counting. And Vicki has always been creative, always making art out of nothing, out of scraps, out of beautiful metal. And I invited her today to talk about where intuition meets creativity. Vicki, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for asking. So Vicki, intuition, you know, I look at it as kind of that, that gut feeling, mm-hmm. that inner knowing. Steve Jobs said it's more powerful than intellect. How do you describe intuition? Again, it's the internal drawing to myself. There's, there's a battle going on in me. There always has been. There's always been the fear and the love and the ego and the humility. There's always this battle going on. And when I go into a deep meditation or any type of quiet time, there's a, there's a sense of knowing, a sense of trust, a sense of hope. And that's the one that I follow. I may have some fear associated with it, but there's a calm with it. You know, and I know that as an artist, you create jewelry, I create out of words, but it's really important to create from that place inside of you. And to me, that's sort of the Holy Spirit, the flow of God, the energy, the chi, whatever. How do you tap into that before you create? Well, I've had a battle with my own creativity over my life. It's it's kind of been a, a double-edged sword for me. Uh, when I was younger, I felt that it betrayed me and I stepped away and did creative in my life. I think life is creative. So even in my corporate life, I was living a creative life because it's solution driven, not problem driven. And so I've evolved over a period of time. And now I have found with the jewelry, especially the jewelry was helpful, a tool. And I wanted it to be a beautiful tool. It can carry a personal message, a handwritten note. Um, So it was really there to kind of heal and help, but also it helped me by getting quiet and just getting into it and not having expectations. You know, your jewelry is so powerful. You can see it at uh, carryyourmessage.com. Vicki makes beautiful jewelry that you can tuck a word in, and I love words. And I have to tell you, I was wearing one of the necklaces you made the last day I saw my mother. Didn't know it was going to be the last time. And in that piece of jewelry was the word brave. And I have to tell you, when I sat on the couch next to my mom and I had that jewelry on, I felt that little intuition, that little gut uh, Mm -hmm. voice that said, If you never saw your mom again, what would you say to her right now? And I listened to that little voice and I put my arm on her shoulder and I told her I loved her and I stroked her hair and she died nine hours later. And every time I see that necklace you made, it says brave. I think of how brave it is for all of us to really listen to our own voice inside. I wonder, Vicki, if you have any tips for like, how do you listen and, and really sharpen your ear to your own kind of inner voice? Well, again, when I was younger, I had a destination mindset, whereas I've shifted to a journey mindset because I always was driven, driven, driven. I felt I needed to get this done, this done. And I also was living for others' expectations, not my own expectations. And once I started to make that shift, again, it is just progress. There's no perfection. I was a controller. You know, I I wanted to control my world. I had ideas about how I thought it should be. It's all about me. It was, it's all about how I am interacting with myself. And that's going to come out in my life to be able to just relax in the joy of what is in today has truly allowed me to then step into a more intuitive, creative, and inspirational life. 
and not be so worried about what's happening on the outside world and what others are thinking of me. And that's a huge thing, I think, because intuition gives you something different than what's already out there. And so for me, I meditate every day. I spend some time in solitude. I go for walks. And when I'm busy writing and I feel like I get stuck, for me, the secret isn't to plow through. It's to get away from it, to yes. take a break, yes. go take a yes. shower, go take a walk. And all of a sudden, yes. intuition lands like a feather right on your lap. Yes. It's amazing. It's this, I do the exact same thing. If I'm stuck on something, I'll get up. Nature is my greatest medicine. I, I get out there. No matter what is happening, nature continues. I go out and I see, and it is just what you said. It just, it shows up and it's like, oh my gosh, I know what I need to do. It's, it's awesome. The other thing I noticed you do is you capture it. You have so many writing journals, so many sketchbooks, and I am blown away when I see all the drawings that you, you collect. So when that intuition comes and that creativity kind of comes out of that fountain, you don't just watch it run away. You kind of gather it up like kids <laughs> on a playground and say, okay, everybody come back. I got to put you in my journal. I do. I love that. I love, I just love beauty. I, I try to understand what, what is it I want to feel? And I find the things that help me feel that and then try to bring that into a, a place of inspiration. So if I can't get out and walk away, I can kind of get lost in my own inspiration of things that I know I love. I know too, for me, even uh, paying attention to my dreams at night and, and yes. I was listening to like, okay, is the universe telling me something that I refuse to hear during the day? And, and I don't try to analyze them too much, but I try to open my heart and say, all right, God, if there's something you want me to know from that, you know, reveal it. And every so often I get this clarity hours later and it sparks an idea for a chapter or a column I'm writing or a blog post. And I think some of that is to always keep your mind and heart open for what's going to flow out of your own self. Absolutely. It's non-judgment to just say yes, to be open and flexible in what it is, because I, I know exactly what you mean about the dreams. I have some most powerful dreams from over 20 years ago that were pivotal in my life. I had the dream and I was like, wow, made it a, 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 a connection with it and was like, wow. And I love what you said about don't be judgmental because it's like we're, we don't want to crush that idea before it even comes out of you. And, and sometimes it comes out and you think, oh, that's not going to work. Or people aren't going to like that. Or what's my <laughs> editor going to say or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to kind of give it room to come out first, like you said, without any judgment. Because anything new mm -hmm. it breaks through the ground. And, and right. sometimes that breaking through feels like uh, painful, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Has that been true for you with jewelry? Absolutely. Absolutely. A another thing was um, not releasing your ideas too soon. There's a, there's a, it's a, it's a little, you know, you just got to navigate and that's why being present with yourself and understanding where you're headed is because there's a lot of naysayers out there who are going to knock your dream right out before you even have a chance to give it any feet. Uh, you know, when you say that about not releasing them too soon, for me, it's like when you bake, you can't keep opening the oven door, check your cake, you know, but I do that. I want to see like, is it any good? But I've learned even as I write to not show it to people until I'm finished, right. you're going to get all these ideas and then you're not going to, you're not going to be able to hear that intuition. You're going to be hearing the right. noise of the world. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And really all in all for me, the biggest problem that everything falls under is comparison Ooh. because I have that deep nagging hole of I'm not good enough. And that shame factor that is always there that has gotten better, 
But again, anything that I try to self-sabotage myself with, whether it be procrastination or perfectionism or the inner critic or whatever it might be, it's driven by comparison. And that's why the meditation helps kind of set the ground. And I don't look outside. When I'm looking for inspiration, I'll look out. That's, that's great, that not comparing. Vicki, we got to close up here. I, I want to thank you for joining us. Sure. Uh, Vicki Prusak, a dear friend for 39 years, a great artist. You can see her jewelry at carryyourmessage.com. Vicki, to close, what's one last thing you can share about to really honor your intuition? What's the one thing that you think is the best thing you do for yourself to honor that voice you hear from Vicki? It boils down to... Um, trust and hope and meditation because I have to get quiet within to be able to hear because I'm a firm believer that when we pray to God, we're talking to God, but when we're in meditation, we're hearing what God has to say for us, whatever that God means to you. All right. Well, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us, Vicki Prusak. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. If you want to know more about today's guest and topic, head to my podcast page at reginabrett.com. There you can also subscribe to my email newsletter so you never miss an opportunity to be inspired. For more episodes, you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review my show so we can reach and inspire even more people. Thanks for joining us today. Now go make something possible.